eye out there. I'm Pat Holly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Every Tuesday, we interview someone from the performing arts or the visual arts. And this week, we're talking about Columbia City Gallery, a cooperative gallery in southeast Seattle. And here to talk with us is Betsy Featherston, gallery manager, who has previously owned uh, Featherston Gallery in Seattle for 19 years. Very experienced, but on to a new career. Welcome to the show, Betsy. Thank you. And then also with her is Juliet Ripley-Dunkelberger, member artist and collective president. And although she has a degree in music, uh, music performance, she's been working in clay for over 25 years, and she, she has a portrayal of the human figure being a constant in her work, a very interesting work. Welcome to the show, Juliet. Thank you. But before we get started, uh, let's talk about the artistic light displays in our area. Seems like we have a battle of the art displays. <laughs> anyway, just a little one. Uh, Saturday, December 8th, just this next Saturday, they have Luminaria uh, music along the path of Green Lake. And they did this, I think, around Halloween, too, but they have another one. You can bring a light or a candle, and they're hoping for good weather, and it's supposed to have good weather the rest of the week, so that's great. It is. And they, they've got these big, you know, the big balloons that you take up in the sky. Are, there are a whole bunch of them that are going to be there if it doesn't rain, and they're going to have a balloon glow. So all these balloons will be glowing along the path, and so it should be a great scene. Anyway, so for more lights, Woodland Park Zoo lights, you know, have... 600,000 lights, all kinds of displays, faux snow, Santa visits, reindeer, food vendors, and a beer and wine garden. And uh, so that's on until January 1st. So you've got that you can go to. And then Tacoma, Eric knows about this, I'm sure, Point Defiance Zoo. They have wonderful Mm -hmm. things, 700,000 lights. And the most ever lights, a huge octopus atop the North Pacific Aquarium. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, this year, Sasquatch walking through the trees. That's going to be interesting. Yes. <laughs> and the brand-new picnic pavilion will become a barn with all kinds of farm animals in lights. And that's on until January 6th, uh, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. nightly. So I, I heard from my friend this morning that that was really a good one this year. And then, of course, don't forget Garden Delights in Bellevue. I've been there twice already. It's really nice. It's more extensive than ever, 4.30 to 9 each evening until December 30th. They have 500,000 lights. So, um, you know, we got. And what's really neat is their LED lights. They're not drawing that much on the electric power. And yet they're just gorgeous displays. So you got to at least get to one of them, right? We'll be back shortly talking about Columbia City Gallery. Just coming up. Stay tuned. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Newworth, Omnia. Newworth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle 
from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Betsy Featherston, manager of Columbia City Gallery, and Juliet Ripley Dunkelberger, member artist and president of the collective. And uh, Columbia City Gallery is really a very unique place. Uh, why don't you just talk about why that is? So the Columbia City Gallery, uh, we will be celebrating our 20th anniversary next year in 2019. And it is a very unique place. It's been sort of the cornerstone, one of the cornerstone businesses that helped with the turnaround of Columbia City itself. So it's in the it's in the historic district of Columbia City, right in the heart of it. It is a collective. So we have membership and members join and it. It's a great community of artists. They all work together together. They help run the gallery, and then they exhibit their art. We also, but we're sort of a three-part gallery, so we have the collective. We also have a gift shop, which is we have over 70 artists, and it's all local art and artisans that we represent there as well. They're not part of the collective, but they do show their work in the gift shop. And then we have what we call our community gallery, and the mission of our community gallery is to reach out to artists who are underrepresented and artists who don't often have a place to represent their work or have their work represented. So we bring in interesting shows of artists who are not part of our collective and show it in the Columbia City. Okay, so you have a lot of artists that belong to the collective. Yes. And they show regularly, but you don't have to be a member to be in the gift gallery or in the community gallery, right? Correct. And so do you jury these people in, or how are, how are these people selected? And also, how are your members selected? So the way we work with the, the gift shop, they're juried in by myself and a couple other members at the gallery. Our community gallery, people can, artists can put together proposals. of, And it, it's usually a group show. We had a show that was in this past spring. It was an LGBTQ show, and we had a guest young curator curate that for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, The title of it was He, She, They, Them, Us, We, and it was a great exhibit. Sounds very interesting. It was. And um, and so it's we we look for certain artists and bring them in or people can propose have a proposal of their own. And and then that would then be approved by the collective members and myself as to whether or not we would show that in the in the community gallery. So what's going on in your community gallery right now? I thought I thought I heard something about it. it sounded very interesting. We t- so right now we're having it's a, it's the let's see it's their fifth annual Eileen Fisher Renew Chop Challenge and it's we've it's the third year that we've had it in the gallery and we partner with them. They're our neighbors to the north. Oh, so Club. Eileen Fisher, which as everyone knows, has this wonderful clothing line. Correct, and they have so they have in Columbia City the it's Eileen Fisher Renew. So it's their Eileen Fisher is all about recycling and renewing and not having fast fashion. 
So the Eileen Fisher Renew Chop Challenge is an opportunity for artists will take leftover materials or used clothing and take them and turn them into art. And so the art we have in the gallery right now is made out of Eileen Fisher old clothing. Can you give me some examples? Of, I didn't get to see that. Of what kinds of creative things have been made out of these extra recycled materials? Well, let's see. We have, um, there's been table runners made, felted table runners, jewelry that someone added raw sapphires to. We have uh, wall hangings. Juliet, what are some of the other ones? There's several pillows. pillows. We've had backpacks made previously, purses. We have some bike panniers this year that were made out of Eileen Fisher materials. Oh, really? A couple sort of paintings, in essence, paintings with fabric. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes when you give people some basic thing, you know, what can you create out of this? It kind of gets their minds going and their artistic brain going. It does. I mean, they we the last three years we they've had to cut off the amount of entries because people get so excited about doing it. (laughs) And so they we in this year, in fact, there were so many entries that we ended up having to jury it down to thirty or so artists to show in the gallery because we just didn't have the space. But people still got to participate and they still were able to create these items. And they really do love doing it. There's a big following for the show. That's great. So what is your general mission of your of your gallery and how did it get started? You were talking about seed arts. How are you related to that? So 20 years ago, there was a group of artists who live in and still live in southeast Seattle who started a this collective gallery. And they quickly uh, within the first year or so, they um and we still, some of those people are still our members. We still have three or four founding members. Ah. And they um, connected with Seed Arts, who was working in Southeast Seattle to help promote the arts in that part of the city. And they, through the connection with this, this emerging um, collective, they are now, we are now a program of Seed Arts. So we're a collective, but we also are an art program for Seed Arts. So we have extra funding from them, which is helpful in running a gallery business. And then in turn, uh, Seed Arts and your gallery have helped um, Columbia City change over the years. Oh, yes. Why don't you talk about yes. that? Yes. So bit. Seed Arts has been in operation for 30 years. Seed itself, which is, to backtrack a little bit, Southeast Effective Development is Seed. Seed Arts is a program of Seed. And the arts program has been working for 30 years and we have the gallery we have the Rainier Arts Cultural Center we have now have KVRU which is a FM radio station that's only local to southeast Seattle oh really you have your own radio station oh wonderful own radio station Um, we also have the Hillman City uh, artist studios which are studios in Hillman City which is just a maybe a mile south of Columbia City and we also do a lot of public art in conjunction a lot, often with development with buildings where we will bring in artists who will then do artwork for these new buildings and apartments that are made, that oh, are built. Oh, great. Now, let's go back to SEED, which is Southeast Effective Development, yes. which is the um, parent organization to all of this. Why don't you talk, you know, let's talk a little bit about 
what else they've done to revitalize the Columbia City area because the arts are a big part of it, but there are some other very important pieces. Let's just talk briefly about so some of the Seed things. So Seed has, they uh, started 40 years ago, and they are were the only um, developer of affordable housing in southeast Seattle for a long time. There are others now, but there we own a number of buildings and apartments that are all what would be called workers' housing or a, more affordable housing. They're not necessarily for homeless, but they're for people of lower income. And it really has helped, especially with what's happening in Columbia City right now, the Columbia City, like the rest of Seattle, rents and things are going up, but there are still these other buildings that are being built in the neighborhood to integrate in, so you have a range of housing prices, which is helpful to be able to keep people who work in various jobs in housing locally. And I know that they've had, like, health programs also, and... uh a lot of other community yes programs. some of the buildings have had have health clinics within them um and you know, back in the 70s i know that columbia city was kind of getting to be a ghost town early 70s until seed came in and revitalized the city and i know the arts and seed arts are a big part of that but if you go to columbia city now oh it's it's, it's very different it's bustling. It's very alive and uh, very impressive what this group and, of course, you all have been able to do to revitalize that whole area. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you now, as, uh, you have uh, a lot of member artists. Now, say some artist out there wants to become a member artist. What are you looking for? as far as adding member artists right now, and how does one, is one juried in, or how does that work as far as member so artists? So we do, we do jury people, we do jury artists in, our membership is the jury, mm-hmm. and currently we are definitely looking for 3D artists. We right now, we are pretty, we have limited wall space, so we're fairly maxed out on artists who are doing 2D, but we are very much interested in 3D artists. To, and what they would do is there's it's all the information's on our website at ColumbiaCityGallery.com, and there's information on how to apply, and then they would bring in artwork for us to present that I would present to the membership, and they would jury in the artists. So you talk about 3D artists. So what is that? Sculpture? Uh, Sculpture, ceramics, functional ceramics, that kind uh, of thing. Uh, Metal sculpture, glass. Glass sculpture. Mm-hmm. Anything, Anything that's off the wall. Oh, okay. Anything <laughs> yeah. that can be if it can sit on, on a pedestal. It can right. sit on a pedestal as opposed to being on the wall. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's talk a little bit, Juliet, about uh, your art. You now you are uh, president of this organization. How has that uh, how has that worked for you? I mean, I know. Well, for one thing, Betsy, you had your own gallery for a long time, and now you're with this. Uh, gallery that's cooperative, and uh, how does that work as far as uh, is it hard to accomplish things? Is it hard to work with people, or what's the feeling that no, you get? Not from at this all. Whole Actually, or, our whole organization. Um, this organization is really full of a bunch of vibrant artists, and everybody is very supportive of each other. Well, that's so great. It, it really is a pretty easy group to work with. Uh, you know, a meeting can be like herding cats sometimes. But <laughs> other than that, 
that's you know the, the membership's really not not the hard part at all. Um, oh, what's the hard part? I mean, making the artwork. Oh, making the artwork. <laughs> making okay. sure you have time to continue to make the artwork. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk a little bit about your artwork because you have some. You know, she's just an example of one of the artists and very interesting artwork. Why don't you explain the kind of thing that you do? Well, I'm a ceramic figurative sculptor, and I've the last few years I've mainly been working with busts, um, so lots of different heads, basically. I am working on bringing what's on the inside to the outside, so making kind of our internal worlds visible. So I've done a series on mental health issues, um, and, and that those one's... and you got to look online on those. Those are <laughs> yeah. You can look at JulietRipleyDunkelberger.com and see what <laughs> see what she's <laughs> laughing about. There's some really interesting um, interesting facial expressions and yeah, some interesting work in there. And then I've also done a social justice series, and I kind of I have a tendency to work on four or five things at a time, ah. um, kind of jump back and forth. So all of these are kind of happening at the same time. So why don't you talk about your latest series? Um, the latest series I did was actually about immigration, which was a little bit of a, a little bit divergent for me in that I didn't actually make faces on these figures. <laughs> um, however, they I played more with the texture with ceramics, which one of the reasons I love it is because the textures are endless. Um, it's a very tactile medium. Um, and... I incorporated a number of wire portions to it as well, so being able to pull in some multimedia pieces that I haven't done before. Um, yeah, there was some water references to this series and some references to being in enclosures and that sort of thing. So, so you have uh, really a lot of different ideas in your head that you express in clay, it looks like to me. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got a sketchbook that keeps me going, and, you know, if I ever get stuck, I go back and look at something from a couple years ago, and inevitably there are lots of things in there I haven't done yet. Ah, so. <laughs> oh, so you still have your old sketchbook, so you're still creating from all of your ideas that are coming across. But it's already time for a break. We'll be back shortly with more about Columbia City Gallery and about art on Artbeat Northwest. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side, -side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Betsy Featherston, manager at Columbia City Gallery, and Juliet Ripley Dunkelberger, member, artist, and president of the collective, and a very creative artist. So I have to ask you, Juliet, what made you switch from music to clay? Because you were originally a music, or do you do both? I, I actually still do both, yes. Uh, I was a classical clarinet player and still play um, 
periodically with some small groups in my area just for fun, but the visual arts have been a draw for a long time. And this has been something that I've been developing and teaching and stuff for since college, actually. So it's been quite a while. So what has kept you going, creating in clay for 25 years? I mean... The uh, opportunities are endless. You can do almost anything with clay. Um, and I'm sure as soon as I say that, people are putting, you know, making a list in their mind of all the things you can't <laughs> do with clay. Um, but the number of different directions that you can go with this particular medium is really, if you, as soon as you do a search on the internet, you'll see so many different ways that people utilize the same material. Um, I love the chemistry of it, actually. I wasn't a big chemistry fan in high school or college, but since I've started working with glazes and that sort of thing, I've become much more interested in how the, the chemistry works. Um, the aha moment when you open the kiln and did you get what you intended or did you get something better? <laughs> Is it kind of like Christmas when you open the kiln? Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes it's like Halloween. You never know. <laughs> you never know. So also you have taught many classes in clay. Now, what do you think your role is as a teacher to others? Giving them the opportunity to figure out a way to express what they're thinking internally. Ah. And just opening up some of those doors. I mean, not everybody's medium is going to be clay, but giving that opportunity to play. Um, we don't really get a chance to do that as adults anymore. And I, and I think that's a big draw for the arts is it's a way to express yourself in an open-ended way without having a lot of constraints. Yeah, I think it takes a while, though, to bring that out in people, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it certainly does. It takes practice. And, I, you know, that's one of the things when you have students first come in, they expect to, after one class, do what they see someone else doing that they've seen in a magazine or something like that. <laughs> and, you know, as any of us know, as we get older, it, Perfection, maybe not perfection, but at least the you know, working towards that takes time. And so that sort of dedication to your your craft definitely is what it takes. So are there any classes that are given at the gallery, Betsy? Or We don't. We have not. Um, historically, they when they first started the ga- gallery, they did run classes. But oh. many, of our, many of our members do classes, but they're not necessarily out of the gallery. We don't have the space there to do that. Oh, I see. But they do them on their own, and they do them in, sometimes they will use the Rainier um, Art Center, which has a multi-purpose room that they can use for art classes. But I imagine with all of the, with your gallery, and, and you've really got three spaces, and they're all taken, right? Yes. Because they're yes. all exhibit spaces at all times, which is probably in your case, a better use of it. It's a good use for the space. And, it, and we really feel like we are a sort of an arts community hub. We often do other things at the gallery. Uh, we have music events. We have poetry readings. We have book readings. So we like to think of the whole gallery as being sort of a, a place, an oh, art place. Oh, a gathering place. A gathering for, place. For art people. And you rent it out, too. For mm, and we also Probably rent it out. weddings or yes, whatever. Yes, I mean, there have been weddings there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have this wonderful space with tall ceilings and Beautiful art as a background, right? Yes, it's great. So if you want if you want to get married there, you just contact Betsy and she'll get you all set <laughs> up, right? <laughs> but also, you have a huge year ahead. Uh, why don't you give us a little inkling of what's ahead for Columbia City So Gallery? we're very excited. I, myself, along with Juliet and all the members, we've been planning different things we'd like to do for the 20th anniversary to celebrate. 
So we will have, we're focusing a number of our community shows on actual art media. So our, our show that opens in January will be a cut paper show. Oh, And then we will have a ceramic show, a book art show. And then we also, one of our, we always do a youth show every year in the community gallery. And this year we're going to have a juried exhibit of all the local high schools. And we'll actually jury that show, which should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we're and we're going to have other events where we'll have actually artist demonstrations in the gallery. So if you're coming into Columbia City for the you know on a Saturday, you pop in. There'll be one of the artists showing you their craft, and it can be very interesting to be able to see someone actually working on clay, or doing a print, or painting, or whatever their media is. Okay, so you're going to really celebrate this 20th yes. anniversary. That is wonderful, and you're 20 years in, and you're better than ever, right? Yep. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Betsy and Juliet, for coming in to talk with us. Uh, do you have any last words? Well, come come to Columbia City over the holidays. It's beautiful right now. It's lit up, and there's lots of shopping and restaurants and the galleries that so come by. And it's very vibrant. It's very and, vibrant. Uh, great bakeries and coffee places and just feels good down there. It does. Now, how can we go online to find out more about Columbia City Gallery? There is the Columbia City Business Association. You can go to their website, and they have listing of what events that are happening in Columbia City. You can go to our website at the ColumbiaCityGallery.com as well. Okay. Check this out for great art and craft gifts. I, was, I have to say, I was at your gallery and bought some things because they have wonderful juried in art especially in your what your little gallery where uh, what do you call that the uh, gift shop gift the, shop yes. it has uh, we have a lot of great gifts a lot of great of gifts and very very well priced you know very good value so i really like that um and uh yeah so check it out anyway so Thanks again for coming in, and we appreciate you being here. And I want to tell everyone else to be sure to listen in every Tuesday, 5 p.m., drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views on the Pacific Northwest art scene. I'm your host, Pat Polly, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week. <laughs>